0: Welcome to Courage for Pain Podcast. I am Becky Curtis, chronic pain survivor, founder, and CEO of Take Courage Coaching, where we empower people to escape the grip of pain. We want to give courage to those on the journey to manage their pain. We will be talking about real issues and how people have learned to overcome them. and We will also help you add tools to your toolbox as you seek to manage your pain. Nothing is sugar here. But gratitude is frequent and sought out in earnest. In this episode, we will be talking to Corey, a veteran and a chronic pain survivor. Well, good morning, Corey. It's so glad to have you on Courage for Pain podcast this morning, and I'm anxious to hear your story. Would you tell us how you came to be coached for your chronic pain?
1: I got into the uh, the program probably after the rebuilding of my left shoulder and that was uh about six years ago or so okay. five years ago maybe and what happened was i do not like narcotics um uh, too many stories of people on oxy morphine what have you and I don't like the way they make me feel. I don't like the way they make me lose. And I guess this is just part of the past, uh, not being able to have my faculties about me.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, um, you know, I got to a certain age and, you know, I wanted to be able to know what was going on at all times. So having these hardcore medications was just not where I wanted to be.
0: Right. You wanted to be clear-minded.
1: Yeah, and at the time, like, the VA was just dumping pills down people. It it was crazy. Um, And I already had a long list of medications I was taking, and I just saw the future of all of these things in my body. It's like, you know, they weren't designed, I don't think. I mean, I don't think the human body needs to live off pharmaceuticals. So, uh, I was, I went to Alaska, I was working in Alaska and the VA up there was really interested in alternative, um, healing properties and stuff. And it was, it was fantastic. So, so I had the surgery and the VA wanted me to meet with, uh your group and, uh, I did telephone teleconferencing with multiple pain patients and I had a really tough time with the surgery because there I was dealing with a lot. Like I had multiple injuries Mm -hmm. uh, and I was surviving them, but then this, you know, it was absolutely new. So they ended up putting me in a trauma uh, rehabilitation center to try to do the best they could make up for what they had done, I guess. But in the meantime, I was dealing with your your group where uh, we were all talking about our problems and talking about how we get through the day. And I heard a lot of stories of people that uh, they have pains and they have problems and it's totally understandable. But to me, they were extending the time frame where they needed to be on medications. So... Uh, I worked with your group. I listened to the stories. I talked about my day-to-day activities, um, and through that, it also helped. It helped give my reinforce my idea of stay away from the meds if you don't need it. Um, so I, I use a lot of things, old sayings, honestly, that help make me. Keep going. The whole thing is a body in motion stays in motion. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: You know, and I keep reverting back to laying in a recliner. You're just going to stiffen up. Nothing's going to work. You're going to gain even more weight, and you do what you can do. Isn't it funny when you
0: when Mm -hmm. you uh, when you do lay in a recliner? You know, like there's an occasional day where I say, "Oh, I'm just going to take a day off, (laughs) and (laughs) I'm not going to do my exercise." And I feel worse. <laughs> it just, uh, it just feels, you know, I, like you say, you stiffen up and you feel worse. Yeah.
1: Well, and, and here, there's a lot of people that will say, Oh, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm not asking you to run a marathon. I can't run a marathon. There's no way I could run a marathon. It, it would be, I don't have enough doctors on staff to to help (laughs) me get through a marathon. Um, And I still have an enormous amount of problems. My right shoulder is completely destroyed. I can barely use my right arm now. Um, COVID messed it up to where I couldn't get in and get that rebuilt. I've got torn ligaments uh, through my hip joint. So, um you know my hip dislocates and does all kinds of craziness on me
0: what kinds of things do you do for exercise and where did you
1: start uh believe it or not <clears throat> i'm going to hand it to the va physical therapy when i finally got into physical therapy for my left shoulder uh i mean pre- previous you know in the military we work out that's just the way of life
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I got in really good shape starting with physical therapy because I was mad. Mm -hmm. I was mad that I couldn't use my arm. I had no idea or understanding of why I couldn't use my arm. Yeah. So, and it was small. I mean, it was, and that's where everything I do um, anymore, if there's a problem, if you have to start small, start small. Mm -hmm. Don't rush it. Any movement you do is helpful. I could so do ninety I,
0: seconds on the elliptical when I started. Ninety seconds.
1: <laughs> yeah, and now you know, I can
0: hike up mountains. <laughs> and
1: that's I can't wait to get back to that. But you know, I started wall climbs and making circles with my arm. Mm-hmm. That's literally where it started. Uh, it ended up. I after it was all said and done. I lost four inches around my waist, about 40 pounds. Um, I was able to run some. Uh, my the, this my situation is, is I'm never supposed to run again. I'm not supposed to run. Uh, and it's not really a great idea that I run because of some of the injuries I have. But again... It's already broke Uh, and I can't sit here and watch people run track races on uh, artificial limbs and me not even try, you know, Mm -hmm. if they can look at people who are worse off than you or, or you believe is worse off than you, how they're doing it. And then ask yourself, why am I not at least trying? So I was able to, to gain a lot of physical fitness, but I mean, it took a year, Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, what else was I going to do?
0: Right. The year Um, will go by whether we do anything about it or not won't it.
1: That's right. And part of the, so of the things, you know, the old sayings that I use Mm -hmm. of where do I want to be? Um, also, my son was living with me at the time. And my son is the captain of a uh, powerlifting team at a Division I college. So he's very healthy. His mm. friends were healthy. Um, and, I mean, we just put little thing. every little thing we did. When I, my arm was well enough and I had worked out enough, uh, we actually had a pull-up bar in the kitchen. Where if you wanted to enter the kitchen, you had to do (laughs) as many pull-ups as you could, and you ate something, and then when you left, you had to do as many pull-ups as you could to leave. That's great. (laughs) You know, if it's just hanging there, Mm
0: -hmm. it's
1: these little things. And, I mean, people talk about it all the time. You know, park your car across the parking lot instead of – that's really it as far as getting healthy. Uh, tell me about working with your coach. Uh, Joe was my coach, and we had a group of—I want to say about four or five people—and um, we all had different backgrounds. Like, I was expecting to be another VA all-veteran group. I was the only veteran in there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, so there. And we had a, a teenager who had a a terrific car accident. And there was all kinds of people in there. So, uh, the system that y'all had, you know, it has to be a very diverse and creative system because you're dealing with so many people with so many different, uh, injuries and Mm -hmm. how long they've been with it. Like, you know, some of these people had been on hardcore medications for many years. Um, and so you know working with joe i mean there was a lot of uh the things that i've been working on before and understood and and all that but it's good to have that kind of a peer group to uh, vent and discuss things that you're going through uh improvements that you you've made or problems you're having i mean you know with any type of you know improvement system having that helps out with uh being able to find goals in your game so, and to find
0: those solutions together as a group
1: yeah, absolutely anytime that you have a group involved i think you have a better chance of of success because you have that support system
0: yeah support it's important, important to have yeah to have the coach and to have the group it's It's important to have that somebody to walk alongside you as you integrate those tools into
1: your life. Oh, Absolutely. You know, somebody to check on you. I mean, if you think about it, it's a proven system.
0: Yes. So are there any tools that you're still using? And if so, what are your favorite tools?
1: I don't let myself sit in the uh, recliner uh, for uh, all day. That just, you know, every once in a great while like I did it maybe two or three weeks ago, I sat in a recliner all day, but that's once every six months or something. Do something every day. Move. You don't have to run a marathon. If it's just walking out to get the mail, when you get the mail, bend down and touch your toes the best you can. If you can't touch them, do the best you can. But That's something that I take with me. And I remember the people in the group uh, because I say whatever I'm going through today, they could be going through something worse. Even though we're not in contact anymore, you know, I just keep in my mind, there's somebody worse off than you making more progress than you. (laughs) So I need to keep up. It's easier to keep up than to catch up.
0: So you're not alone Um, in your pain there's yeah, others that have it and and fight yeah. through it and are brave
1: and you gotta fight to mm-hmm. yeah, I mean there's no other option in this world than to make it um I think the idea of giving up is uh and that's an excruciating pain to me is the idea of giving up you know are you really done are you, are you really finished with trying? Um, because there's no coming back from that. That's my belief. So if you have anything left in you, you have to give. You have to try. Um, meditation that we learned in class, I had practiced it before. It was reinforced in class. I continue it. Um, with the COVID-19, actually uh, – reignited uh, deep breathing exercises, because even though I had not contacted COVID-19, understanding the the effects it has on lungs, and my lungs are messed up. So I reinstituted uh, breathing exercises uh, back into my daily routine to try to strengthen my lungs and keep them healthy. Um, um, Setting goals from our group I mean even if my wife has a little whiteboard next to the refrigerator and it's corny as can be but it's these little corny things that have made us succeed and that is a fact of life she will write the corniest things on that whiteboard and those are our beliefs those like right now she has uh let go let God Mm. and You know, that's just saying sometimes you just got to have faith. You know, what you're doing is going to work. Just keep pushing. Have faith. So I will say I could probably write a book of all the corny sayings that are making making it okay. You know, tons of them. All day. Every day. You know, can't (laughs) quit now. You know, we're on the downhill. Yeah, the whole, (laughs) all of them that's
0: just keeping your motivation up.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you are your best cheerleader.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I believe that. But it sounds to me
0: like you have some active modalities that you're using to manage your, your experience of pain rather than the passive and you're, you're, you're on your way to being, are you, it sounds like you're a self-manager.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still touch base with my doctors constantly. Mm -hmm. Um, They're always ready. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you need something? No, I don't want it.
0: So it sounds like you're doing life. You're not laying in a recliner. You have active modalities that you're using to manage your experience of pain and you have um, hope for the future. And I I really appreciate you sharing that hope for others who may be in a really dark spot. Maybe they're still lying in that recliner, and we want to give them hope that there are are solutions.
1: Oh, you're going to make it. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you, I heard some stories. I met some people that if they didn't give up, then we shouldn't be giving up, you know? I mean, when you meet somebody who's lost all their limbs or has been burned on the majority of their body, some horrific things, then we have no reason to give up. Yes, and one thing
0: I have um, discovered is that pain isn't a competition either, you know? So we all have to find the tools that work for us and use those tools in our life um, and, and just live a good, happy life where we are. And that's what, that, what, that's what works for people who, who really find solutions for their pain is, you know, to just, it isn't a competition.
1: Oh no, not at all. Look, some days I still use a cane uh some days i can't do anything um you know i just don't make that the habit Mm -hmm. so you know keep pushing keep working you know right every step you take is a step forward
0: i like that that's a good place to end every step step you take is a step forward Yes, well, Corey, thank you so much it was really nice to talk with you and thank you for sharing your hope with others
1: hey no problem take care
0: you too please don't use anything you hear on this podcast as a substitute for medical advice always check with your health care provider if you have medical questions i really look forward to talking to you next time courageous survivors where we will hear another story of hope